0: Good morning, my brothers and sisters. It is August the 5th, and it is the 145th day of the virus. And we have recently been in Luke chapter 9, and we're on a chronological walk through Jesus's ministry. And we were looking at the transfiguration, which uh, led us to a pa- same passage in Matthew. And then we took a little detour into Elijah and Elisha, and a mentoring situation yesterday. So we are going to do the next account in Jesus's life, which is Jesus heals a boy with an unclean spirit. It's, it's actually in three gospels, Luke in chapter 9, Matthew in chapter 17, and we're going to read in Mark chapter 9 today. Same, uh, same story with uh, some little details added in different places. This is from Mark 9:14, and when they came to the disciples, they saw a great crowd around them and scribes argue with him, arguing with them. So this is Jesus coming off, and off the mountain of transfiguration with James and John and Peter and uh, himself, and the remaining disciples are at the base of the mountain or whatever. And you know it's going to be good because there's an argument to start this. And immediately all the crowd, when they saw him, were greatly amazed and ran up to him and greeted him. And he asked them, What are you arguing about with them? And someone from the crowd answered him, Teacher, I brought my son to you, for he has a spirit that makes him mute. And then we find out some more details about this son. Uh, situation. Uh, so he has a physical ailment, but he also has a spirit, and it's also described as a demon. Um, so this is a, a very bad thing, and then here are some details. Whenever it seizes him, it throws him down, and he foams and grinds his teeth and becomes rigid. And I asked your disciples to cast it out, and they were not able and we're going to find out a few more details about this uh, demon, spirit, and the physical manifestations in just a second. So we're going to find out, I asked your disciples to cast it out and they were not able. So we're going to find out about the faith of uh, The people they were arguing against that's the scribes that's an easy answer then we're going to find out about the faith of the crowd we're going to find out about the faith of the father and even the disciples are called into account here so you get a we're going to get a rebuke of jesus this is verse 19 and he answered them oh faithless generation the other accounts say, faithless and twisted generation how long am i to be with you how long am i to bear with you bring him to me and they brought the boy to him and when the spirit saw him immediately it convulsed him and he fell on the ground and rolled about foaming at the mouth and jesus asked his father how long has this been happening to him and he said from childhood and then some details here in verse 22 and it is often cast him into the fire and into water to destroy him but if you can but if you can do anything but if you can do anything have compassion on us and help us so the man betrays his belief by His words here and by this situation. So let's let's just talk about the uh, kid for a second. So there's an epileptic manifestation of this, but this whole nastiness of of the demon wanting to throw him into fire and water to destroy him and how it happened frequently and how it's happened for a long time. And uh, one of the other accounts say that it wants to shatter him so a very bad situation that has imprisoned both the boy, obviously, but the whole family. And then uh, the situation is with the disciples. Hey, we tried to get the disciples to fix this problem, and they were not. And at the very end of the story, the disciples are going to kind of come around and say, "Why? What was our problem? Why couldn't we do it? So good, good for the disciples. But in the meantime... We have this father who says, uh, betrays himself and says, Jesus, if you can do anything. Now, this is the same Jesus who's been performing multiple miracles that maybe this man has seen. And certainly he's uh, heard about, which is why he's there. But uh, he has this doubt. If you can do anything, have compassion and help us. And then Jesus answers in verse 23, if you can, all things are possible for one who believes. So Jesus does two things in his statement. He, he betrays or exposes the man, uh, the, the essence of the problem in this particular situation is one of belief. Um, all things are possible for one who believes. And then he calls the other guy and g- calls the guy out and says, "If I can, like I, I, I certainly can. The what issue isn't whether I can or I can't. The issue is whether you uh, believe. Now he doesn't promise that if you believe, all kinds of good things happen. So he doesn't say uh, all things are uh, probable for the one who believes. He says all things are." Are possible. So if you're a believer and you've got a situation of someone dying or someone sick or a financial situation or a a sin in your life, uh, welcome to welcome to the club still. And then this is the great part of today's part of the story, verse 24. And immediately the father of the child cried out and said, "I believe, help my unbelief." So what a beautiful, uh, perhaps simple. Uh, a self-assessment and uh, maybe the grace of God, maybe this is a moment of full salvation, of full belief, and maybe God was just good to him in this particular way. But then, I I love the humility, I believe, but help my unbelief. So in today's account, the If You Can uh, betrays this person's God view, and a sick child certainly will reveal what you believe or a death, or maybe a major surgery, or a sexual temptation. These will all reveal what you believe about God. Or maybe a marriage, uh, or a job loss, or a money situation, or something that that continually makes you angry. These things reveal what we believe. But let's end with the man's prayer. I do believe... And none of us are 100%, you know, perfect heavenly people yet. So we also pray, help my unbelief.